it kind of causes grief. But anyway, we made it. We made uh, it. <laughs> uh, sorry about that delay. That's fine. Um, uh, where shall we start? You, yes. you jump in and, um, yeah, wherever you'd like to start, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a hard one. I'm not exactly sure where to start. So the, the initial, um, so the problem I've had recently is, uh, so, I mean, my partner called it micro cheating, um, or like emotional cheating. So basically, oh, in the last year, there's been like times where I've messaged other people. Mm-hmm. And, and like no, nothing, nothing ever came of that, or nothing ever happened further. Um, but it was just like it was, there was one app I was using, which it was quite it was quite stupid because I, I messaged like quite a lot of people. I didn't get any response back. But the issue is that it was that it was that want or need to want something more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the basically the whole idea is to like. Try, try in myself to find some answers and try like understand what the um, what like the reasoning or what my what my motive actually was because like I knew deep down like I'm, I wasn't gonna let anything physical happen, mm-hmm. but the 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 concerns like my my wife has is I've I've left that I've left that open for something to happen, and me saying that. I know nothing physical would have ever happened. It's the fact that it happened in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, so that's, that's the biggest issue. But I think this all stems from, like, I think we've got to go back to, like, 2015, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I, I lost my mom in 2015. And mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was a tough year. And in terms of... Can I ask you how old you were when, yeah, when she, when she passed away? How old was she? Uh, she was just like in her 50s, to be honest. Oh, wow. Maybe, maybe mid-50s, I'm not even, I can't remember to be honest what her age was, but yeah, maybe 55, 56, maybe. That's young. Like maybe yeah. a bit young, yeah. yeah. And so you were I, at the I'm, time, you were, she was 55 and you were? I was 25. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. The thing is, the way it all happened was like, I mean, in the bigger picture, we were thankful. We were thankful there was no suffering on her end because the doctors couldn't find anything wrong. And then within like, of them telling us there is cancer, within like six weeks, she had passed away. So, God. Um, so we, it, obviously like in hindsight, we were very thankful she didn't suffer because like one of her cousins, um, she also passed away a few years before so before my mom passed away, she passed away. She she suffered for so long; it was quite it was quite sad for the for her daughters, um, and they're roughly like same age as me, maybe a little bit. One's older, one's a bit younger. Um, so I remember at that time, that cousin of mine, she told me like, you know, get some therapy; it will mm. help you. Mm. And to be honest, at that time, I didn't really like understand, or I didn't really. I thought in my mind, you know, like end of the day everyone does have to die at one point doesn't matter how close you are to that person mm. i didn't i mean back then i didn't think 
I'm, I'm bottling up trauma, basically. So I didn't, it was very difficult to, obviously only now what's happened, I can maybe relate to, you know, back then, what I should have done, what I should have done or what I could have done. Mm-hmm. So basically that incident uh, in 2015 led to uh, me becoming quite an addictive gambler, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of like impulsiveness and I couldn't really control it. So, mm-hmm. but okay. So the truth is, in 2015, I was I was having a small flutter here and there, yeah, no, nothing major, and it was it was in control, you know, like mm. ten pound here, pound there. It was nothing major. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it wasn't my mood wasn't affected, or I wasn't like it wasn't a compulsive thing at that point. Mm. But I feel like it intertwined with the news of my mom, and then the hospitals not being able to do anything. Mm. I mean, obviously, it sounds like an, like it sounds like an excuse, but. I've never really oh, no, no, it's not. No, I don't think it's excuse yeah. at all. I think a traumatic event, I've experienced this in my own life, has has accentuated um, an addiction, a sort of a, an addiction or a dependency because, you know, that's also what those addictions can sometimes function as. There are ways we can kind of go somewhere that's, that's uh, different, just, you know, take yeah. our yeah, consciousness yeah. somewhere different, right? That's exactly what it was. So, yeah, it gave me that, like, outer realm. I'm out of that world, basically. Mm. It gave me, not freedom, but a sense of freedom, right? Mm. Um, so, okay, so like I said, I was already, I was already, it's not like I was fully clean. Yes, I was having a little flutter. Uh, like I said, that intertwined in the fact that the news came out, my mom did pass away. Uh, I got into a big, like, cycle of just, you know, going on my phone, losing a lot of money, trying to chase a lot of money. Mm. Again, I didn't really, at that point, I just thought, oh, this is fine. Like, maybe I need to go through this process of, of like, losing, basically, uh, to get over it. Mm. And then what happened was it just went on for quite some time. So then basically one day what happened was it got quite bad. Um, I needed to, I was basically taken out a loan uh, to then do more, right? And then what had happened was... I think my dad must have somehow found out or saw the letter. I, was, I can't really remember. Um, he basically found out. And yeah, at that point, he basically, his his way of helping was to like, he stopped. He basically took control over like my, my salary, my accounts. And in that, in that short period, that was fine. I didn't mind that. But then it can, like the control continued for another... Just until recently, maybe just until like 2021. But like in that time, I was I was clean and I hadn't like gambled or done anything like that mm. uh, because knowing everything was still controlled, all right, everything was being checked like on a like you know weekly, daily, weekly basis. Um, so then, yeah, so it that finished that episode finished. But I feel like at that time, I felt like there was a lot of impulsiveness in me a lot of urge to like do something which was against the grain mm-hmm. because normally throughout my life I've been quite straight and narrow mm. but only very, like recently like things have become a bit blurred mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so then we can fast forward maybe a few years things were okay like I met my partner like things were very good I was very happy when did you when did you meet her I met her in 2018 Okay, so this was a few years after your mum's passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh-huh. And how did you two meet? Did you meet uh, on app or on an app or through friends or oh, so, I, so actually one of one of her cousins is like good friends with a family member of mine. Uh-huh. So she just said to me, you know um like my best friend's cousin is like free and single and I think you two would be a good match. Uh-huh. So yeah, so that's how we just basically exchanged numbers and started talking. Nice. And yeah, like I mean obviously what I've done doesn't if i say things like i do love her it may not be believable but yes like she, my whole life to go upward direction everything was like so good like all the dark days i had in 2015 2016 like it wasn't i never really felt that could like like bring me back down or haunt me or you know i never ever had like there was never any negativity everything was so positive everything was always on the up you know i told her that look i have this issue i had this issue uh, she was very supportive Uh, helped me a lot. Told me that look, I'm still, I'll still be willing to try with you, um, and we can put it like to one side. Uh-huh. So like we shared, we shared a lot. We, 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 we grew a lot in that short space of time. Mm. And yeah, like things, things were great. Um, it's just then, so we got married last year, mm-hmm. 2022, and what had happened in between like, i don't know i don't know when it started i don't actually know this at a particular point she thinks it started in like january 2022 i'm I, it could be t- give or take a few months i don't know it could be even before um yeah so i i don't know what came over me or i don't know why like everything was happy i can't even say that things were bad or things were like in a bad state every time we like fought argued we, we fixed it within you know an hour or two mm. never let it carry on to the next day Everything was fine. Um, then I basically I, I I got onto this app where, like I said, it's a bit just it was a stupid like it's like a dating game app here. Um, it's called Boo Boo B U B U. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I went onto there. Um, yeah, I'm on dating apps, but I've never heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's not like one of those. You know, you get your Tinder's of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's not like what's the word. It's not a professional app. It's it's like a baby app. Uh-huh. Um, it's not a fully developed app. So, it's just something fun. It's just a sort of a fun thing which a couple of people know about, and they and they yeah. and it's just what, what is yeah, it? It's yeah. like a like a kind of a conversation app. You just see who's on, and you kind of have a chat with someone, and is it like that? That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was it. But in in this case, they they had like a they had a game feature in the app where it was actually. Um, There was a slot slot machine, and every time you log in, you get like ten coins, for example. Ah. And I would basically that. So I was I wouldn't say I was drawn to that, but you know, if that app, it kind of like I don't know how to explain it, but it, it was kind of like oh, I haven't done this in quite some time, and I'm actually not doing anything wrong because I'm not losing any money. Yes. But the problem was the targets. They used to say like, oh, if you want more. Uh, keep messaging more people, or keep trying to find more uh-huh. likes. Keep so it combines this kind of right. Aha, uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. So, so in that in that particular time, I wasn't thinking this is wrong. Do you see? Like, yeah. obviously it was wrong because I've I've asked people, "Hi, how are you?" They haven't responded, and then I've given up. <laughs> <laughs> I've given up. So you were really. I mean, at some lady, at some innocent level, I I believe you because this is how we sometimes yeah. just wander into things very innocently, right? You were very innocently like, well, this is great. I found like a a sort of you know like a, a sort of a gambling game where I don't lose yeah. money 
And it's got this sort of, you know, but in order to do that, I need to sort of chat with these people. <laughs> I could see yeah. how from your wife's perspective, she yeah. was like, why are you on a dating app when we got married last year? Kind of thing. Yeah, so exactly. So, And basically, because the app has been updated since then, since I had it, when I told her about this like slot machine thing, it doesn't, it doesn't have it now in the new update. So when she checked it, she doesn't believe what I'm saying. So now the whole problem we have is every time I'm trying to say something or, you know, try to, if we're trying to move forward, she keeps saying like, oh, but you've done this and you've done this. I go, yes, I know I've done it and I'm, I'm going to seek help. But also when I'm speaking, you do have to believe me. But what's happened in the last, I don't, maybe, I don't know the timeline, but there's a period of time now where, like my secretiveness or my my ability to hide things. Again, in that time, not deliberately, but over the course of time, it's made out that I'm just lying now about everything. Or mm. maybe sometimes, same. Maybe sometimes I might say small lies. Like, for example, my dad will say, "Can you come home for seven o'clock?" Uh, but I'll have some stuff to do in the office, or just need a bit of me time. So I'll say, you know, I'll get home at seven thirty. Hmm. But instead of telling him I need me time, I'll just say oh, I've got work to do, so hmm. I'll come a bit later. So hmm. small white lies. Yeah, um, this is the sort I, of thing I, that lots I, of people I, do, I, just to grease the yeah. grease the social wheels in a way, right? Yes, but in my case, I feel like a lot of little white lies have turned into lies, which have then turned into bigger lies, and then which have now turned into like not now, but before, like hiding, being very secretive and being doing things like obviously. The main, the biggest question I'm getting is, oh, like, did you not think of me, or do you not love me, or did you not think I'll get upset? But the thing is, what they don't really understand is, in the actual time, I wasn't doing it to be hurt anyone. I was literally in my own little bubble. Mm. There was there was no thought process about. I didn't I didn't stop and think. Yes, I done it. It should not be done. I'm aware of that. But at that particular moment, it wasn't. I don't know that sense of urge or sense of greed i don't know maybe greed maybe sense of impulsiveness just like took over and then helped me feel at ease but never mm. did i once think of course this is wrong i shouldn't be doing it or let me take a step back mm, 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 um, mm. so i think what i really want to achieve here is like you know with your guidance and help is try to like i mean like obviously now that i've spoken about my partner and her family I can see the lines, right, where the boundaries are. But in terms of future, if there's any like, if there's going to be a particular moment where there's a trigger point, mm. I need, I need to, I need to learn to find that trigger point and then not, not fall into that trap, basically. Mm. Mm. Or, or basically become stronger, or become into, come to a better place where, you know, um, yeah, there is a thought process, and that thought process will then basically tell me, look, you're in a good place. You don't need to carry on with this nonsense, basically. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. No, you've, you've expressed it really well. And, you know, there's, an, uh, there's a couple of aspects to it that make a lot of sense to me. And then the one thing when you sort of said, you know, I was, I was literally in my own little bubble. Now, in a way, we all, we're all in our own little bubble. I mean, that's, mm. I, that's why I like to start with this personality quiz, right? Because I think that is the bubble that we're all in. And um, I'll send you some stuff after we've talked about the this this uh, personality style, the nine personality style. But I think it's it is a type, as you'll see, that 
that maybe, you know, even more than most likes to be in its kind of own little bubble and doesn't like people puncturing that bubble or getting to, you know, getting into the bubble in a way, right? Um, it's, it's, it's a style that likes to have, you know, those kind of boundaries and likes to have its own um, internal, slightly withdrawn, although you're a social nine, so more outgoing, but still a slightly withdrawn type. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then that will also, I guess, affect how, how you also maybe react to stress because, you know, what you're describing is um, a, a very stressful, upsetting event when your mum dies and that really, really does, um, you know, that, that destroys our bubble in a way, uh, if you like, right? I mean, that really gets in the way of just our normal day-to-day functioning. And then it makes a lot of sense that we might then seek these other kinds of bubbles, if you like, right? And one of them is maybe this sort of, this, this gambling bubble, because it's, it's, this, it's like its own little insular kind of world, right? Um, and it's so easy to access because it's, unfortunately now it's all on our phones. I mean, in the, in the bad old days, good old days, you know, <laughs> you used to actually have to get up and go to gamble somewhere. Now it's just nuts. Um, research is showing that this is really screwing us all over because it's just so easy to have something on your phone where you can just kind of like lose money, right? Yeah. Um but it's, yeah, it makes uh, this this idea of being comfortable in your bubble, but that at the same time also making space for your own emotions, your own painful emotions, which don't sit well in that bubble, and also for other people's painful emotions. I don't know. I don't know how that resonates with you. It feels, you know, that I think is quite a... Um, that's that's a tricky business to 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 manage at times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there, this is just a few more things that I need to mention, obviously, because I'm being open here. Mm. Um, so what had happened in October? Um, we basically like had a big argument, and it was probably one of our worst arguments in all these years. And basically, some okay. So there was this there was this girl. She messaged me like. She kept messaging me and messaging me. And at that time, I didn't, I, I wasn't really responding back yet. Um, then one time, uh, my partner had my phone and we were, we were playing like this word game together. And so like some messages came through, like some hearts and um, like a lot of like, you know, lovey-dovey kind of stuff. And then she said, oh, what's this? I said, well, I don't know. Like this girl keeps messaging me, um, but I don't really respond. So this was maybe in uh, December, yeah. And she then obviously went through the phone and everything. And what had happened was, yeah, so like I said, in October, we weren't in a good place. And there was a couple of messages from me to this girl. Um, Basically, she sent a picture and I was like, uh, nothing nude or nothing, just just it was like a picture. Um, And I, I complimented on the picture. And then there was a bit of stuff from my end, like which, like I was also, like I was replying back in, like in the initial stage. Um, she was talking, and I was saying, like, "How are you? Are you okay?" Like checking in on her. And then once we had got back to a better place, me and my partner, like after a couple of weeks, because uh, like I said, it was a big. That was probably our biggest time we had an argument. Um, yeah, I 
okay, I didn't, I didn't close off this conversation with that other person. I still left it open, not because I was seeking anything or not because I wanted anything. I, I just left it open. Mm. Um, no particular reason. But then she kept messaging me. I didn't really message her back. And then when, when my partner went through my phone in December, she was basically saying that, oh, you've like, look, you've spoken to her all this time. You've been speaking to her. Um, you basically, you want something to happen with her. I was like, no, that's actually not true. I just, I just never really closed it off. Yes, I should have just ended like that conversation and just told that girl, I'm actually married. Can you stop like messaging me? And I'm sorry if I've led you on any other way. Mm. Um, so that that was a big issue. But then that was a follow through. So then now what happened? She went for my phone, and again I didn't mind because I genuinely had nothing to hide. She must have scrolled down on WhatsApp quite a long way. And then <laughs> I didn't even know I messaged these two women. Yeah, there was these two work colleagues. Um, one of them, yeah, again, I was bit being overly nice. And basically she had told me like, like her cat, her cat, her pet had died, right? Mm. So I basically said, oh, would you like to talk about it over coffee? Yeah. Again, whilst saying that, um, I didn't have any intention to do anything else. It was literally just a chat. To try, to yeah. try a gate understanding of someone. So like my partner has a dog. Yeah. And I want like, obviously like she doesn't believe me, but say, yes, I was overly friendly. I'm not denying that part. But the fact was I wanted to get understanding of how, obviously I know losing a human being, a human person. I know, I know how that feels. So I can always share that experience with someone. But losing a pet, I've never really had that. Or, you know, I never really, I just wanted to, you know, know more basically. See if that could help me in the future, in terms of having that knowledge. Anyway, she didn't reply to me, that lady, she didn't reply to me, and that was the end of that. But then, like, underneath that conversation, this was probably the worst one, where, again, there was very little chat, but what I did was, I, I said to this uh, woman that I, I was quite explicit with what I said. Um, I said that I would like to, like, kiss her, I'd like to hug her. Um, I said a few other things. And, obviously, she didn't reply, right? <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, when she saw that, my partner, that's it. Um, she basically, she basically thought mm. that I was like cheating on her and having an affair on her. And can I just ask um, you when you were, because you were sort of saying, obviously she didn't reply. So it's almost like you were expecting her not to reply again. Was this because... I think, you know, dating apps and gambling apps, they may be quite similar. We don't realize this. We think they're very different things. But in some way, they're games, right? They're games. We're playing games with each other. And and so there's a part of us that kind of is like taking a bet. It's like, oh, if I say this, will I, you know, will I win? And winning doesn't necessarily mean that they come around and kiss you. Winning just means like, I don't know, you get a few coins. They're like, oh, you're saucy or something, right? That means you're winning. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Was it a little bit like that, uh, that you were sort of yeah. almost playing it like you were, like you were gambling, but it wasn't that you were necessarily intending to go over to a house and kiss her or shag her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly it. So I've just noticed, I did say, obviously, to you, like, you would know, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so in this particular case, like I said, it was a work body. It wasn't on the app or anything. And, yes, you have, that is 100% right. Like, I've just thought about it. And maybe my mindset was, oh, I'm just in the app. You know, this is just a bit of... It's just a game. 
Yeah, like I think I we even forget that these are people on this yeah, app. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I sometimes feel that way on the dating apps. I'm like, these people are just playing. They're just like treating me like I'm just an object. But I think we all do that a little bit because until you meet someone, they're just, you know, it's just social media. It's like a game, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe, yeah, that's sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, absolutely. But, but I'm that's guessing, but I can also see from your wife's perspective and also she doesn't necessarily know your personality type, which is a very social type. And it has these maybe social needs that she doesn't have. Um, She is going to maybe look at it through a kind of more sexual cheating kind of lens. Whereas I believe you, I believe that that actually for your personality style, uh, this was not a predatory move. You weren't looking to kind of set up some, sexual liaison which you would you know go to a hotel and do something with this person I, I, that that wouldn't fit with your personality style yeah i mean yeah so that's yeah i mean i can see where she's coming from and i can sure. see what i've done wrong but in that particular moment yeah maybe i did think that this work colleague might have been like i was talking as if we were on an app or talking as if i had the security of doesn't matter if she says yes or no because i can just go to another or it doesn't really matter because I think this is all like not a joke but just like some sort of joke in my own mind I don't know um, but what she one important thing my partner did say to me is that you know these people could have maybe maybe not the coffee one but the other the one that I talked about kissing and she could have she could have reported me to HR and it could have been a different story and then I said, yeah, you're right. I didn't actually think of it like that. because why, why could she have reported you to HR? Sorry. I mean, like she said, it's like a form of sexual harassment, right? So I... But sorry, I, I'm getting confused. Was this person somebody you knew, somebody you were working with? Or was this person in, on I, the I, app? I know, I know of her. Like we, uh-huh. we, like, we spoke, like basically I work in like tech, right? I work in IT. So right. I've spoken to her, helped her with things. Oh, okay. Like, spoken to her, like, spoken to her in the past about like various things about helping her with her like like yeah. her computers and whatever. Okay, so this is someone you know. So they're not com- they're not a complete. Um, sort of faceless, well, no one's faceless, but they're not a, a complete stranger. So do you stranger, think this yeah, yeah. this was maybe part of, because you mentioned that they're, you know, uh, uh, perhaps since your mum died, uh, there is this sort of part of you, this slightly almost rebellious, a slightly rebel side of you, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's kind of... the case before. Yeah, that's kind of coming out now. And, uh, you know, is that maybe this kind of, slightly rebellious side of you that that wouldn't say something like that but you're kind of just trying it on for size a little bit like does this work for me does this you know am i this kind of person or not is there something maybe of that coming out there i think so i think so i think um yeah because especially like since 2015 i've said and done a lot of things which i never would have done before right like Mm -hmm. uh, it's more it's more yeah being rebellious or like yeah, literally what you said, like trying to think, oh, let me, um, let me just see if that's like, what, if I can, if I can say, it, and if that's, if that's, that's my type of thing to say, or if that's my type of thing to do. Trying to work out who you are in a way, um, other than, you know, because when a parent dies, we lose that dimension, we lose a dimension of our identity, you know, we lose that sense of, a lot of my identity is is in some way connected to the fact that I'm a son, to my mother, right? There's a sort of a sense there. And so I don't know how you felt when your mum died. Did you feel, 
I mean, they would have been lost. But, did, um, you know, what kind of son were you to your mum? Were you, what kind of identity, were, what kind of son were you in her eyes? Uh, how did she see you? Yeah, I would think I was a good son. Um, we were yeah. Quite close in that sense. Uh, uh-huh. I would, she would always tell people that I'm a good, I'm a good child, I'm a good boy. Yeah. Like, I think she would never really... She would, she would always know I had good intent. Yes, or, yes. Like, good, good, like, good needs and wants for people, not, not to hurt people. Yeah. Um, so she would have, she would have understood, for example, when you, when you, that, that you were actually maybe genuinely trying to be helpful with this, to this woman whose, whose uh, uh, pet had died, that, that it wasn't, yeah. it was, you weren't just trying to get into her pants. You were actually really wanting yeah. to connect with her at a, in a sort of a social friendly way and a helpful yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she, and your mum would have got that. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think, yeah, I think but like compared to my mom and my dad, I think my mom was the more like understanding one, the one with more empathy, mm. the one with more compassion, right? My dad he doesn't really have any of that, to be honest. Like, he deals with things in different ways. Like, his, his idea is like, like, I mean, he's never hit us, but his idea is anger, violence, you know, like that kind of, not violence to us, but just angry kind of frustration nature that's his type of way of dealing with it like if he shouts and swears he thinks that's it that's that's fine um or like to is he quite controlling he he wants you to sort yeah. of play his game you don't play I was, I, you I know was say controlling, but yeah i don't know if that is a feeling yeah yeah so he's very controlling in that sense it's not overburdening like he doesn't over control you but his actions and his his way of showing his understanding is through controlling yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so this... So this part of you, this sort of maybe it's like, you know, when you lost, because you lost that element of yourself as well when your mum died, right? Maybe you lost a part of yourself. I don't know. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, one more thing. Um, yeah, so you're asking how did I feel... Yeah. When it happened, yeah. So I didn't answer that. Yeah. So when it did happen initially, it was, it was just very hard to like believe. Um, it was very hard to process. Yeah. And then in our like in our culture, we literally have prayers for like fourteen days. Mm. So I remember the, the very next day. Um, obviously, I, we were lucky. My uncles and obviously my grand was still there. Like they basically came around to our house and. Um, you know, they, they made all the calls, they done all of that legwork, that was all good. Um, but I remember I woke up and, you know, you just had a rough, rough day the day before. Mm. You don't really want to be seeing anyone or like, you don't want to really be doing anything. You just want your own space, right? And I remember like, my grand, not, not telling me off, but she was just like, come on, get up and get ready because like people are going to start coming and they're going to be here the whole day. Mm. I was like, yeah, okay, but you're already downstairs. So why do I need to be there? Like, I'll come down in my own time, right? Obviously, she didn't really want to hear that. So, you know, like, every day... Like, obviously, I respect everyone coming. I appreciate everyone spending their time to come or try help us with, like, you know, prayers and songs and, like, uh, religious things. But I felt like 
I felt like the house was so full for 14 days. Mm. The 14th day or the 15th day, like, I remember it was just me and my dad because my sister still had uni, so she had gone to stay with my uncle in Birmingham. And, yeah, it was just me and my dad. And we were watching TV and obviously the house has been full of t- in terms of people coming in and out, paying their respects, were singing prayers. Now there's complete silence. And I remember at that time, I felt... I felt quite lost. I felt quite empty inside. Mm. Like, I felt like I'd rather have people still coming and, you know, doing prayers with us or sitting with us. You know, it doesn't really matter what we talk about, but it felt like now that's all stopped. It, I just felt a real sense of emptiness mm. at that particular point. And I remember for quite a few months, I didn't, I didn't even cry. Or I didn't even grieve. I, I found it very difficult to... Like, feel those emotions. Like, they didn't come naturally for some reason. I don't know. Um, and like, I imagine you were. I imagine you were in a lot of shock, right? Because that was yeah. such a sudden death. You didn't have time to 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 prepare for it. I mean, a lot of shock. Yeah. And the thing is, how much I've told you in this short space of time, I haven't even told my like best friends or anything. I found it. I also at that point since that happened, and obviously the gambling thing was happening. I found it very difficult to like talk to people. I found it not not talk to people on a social level, talk to people on an emotional level. I found it very difficult to share mm. my thoughts or share my feelings. I found it very difficult to open up to anyone. Like, mm. like my partner, yes, she was probably the only one of the few people that actually got in. Otherwise, it's like even like my my best friend, he doesn't even know that like, right now. What I'm going for. He keeps ringing me and like messaging me, but I just right now don't have the energy for that. Like, I've got better over the years to try and be more open. But in that initial phase, mm. 2015, back end of 2015, like, it was very difficult. Like, even people at my work, hardly anyone knew. And then when they did know, or if they, if they say things like, oh, how's your parents? Or how's your mom? I never really correct them and say, you know, this happened. Because it was just, at that point, I just couldn't, the trauma was so much, I couldn't, I couldn't go into it. Mm. I, I just felt like, you know what? They don't, they don't know me on a personal level. They're just being polite because we're work colleagues. So I, I'm just going to just carry on, basically. Yeah, and as you say, you were already feeling like, I don't, I don't have the energy to deal with all of this, all of what's going on in my, you know, sort of personality bubble, my life at the moment. Um, and, and, and it's just easier, right, I guess. It's just easier to sort of keep those things private so because because opening up and making ourselves a bit vulnerable does also require a certain level of energy and a certain level of uh discomfort right and that kind of nine bubble is there in a way i think to also keep um you know keep that discomfort um away from us right um because because it's like it's it sort of creates a boundary. It creates something where that, as long as I can stay here, I'm safe. I don't know if that's sort of sometimes how it can feel for you. Yeah, yeah. So like basically, not opening up makes me feel safe. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. at that at that point, yeah, it was like I'd rather not get into it because I don't I don't feel I have the capacity to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And does this, does this, I mean, you said that you, you are able to share more with your partner, but I wonder if 
she maybe experiences that a little bit too, um, which maybe, I don't know if this is fed into all of this. Um, you know, does she ever say that she would like more access into your kind of emotional world, thoughts, feelings, or do you, or, or does she get enough of that for what she needs? Um, yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one, that one, because she's quite, she, she basically had some, like, trauma of her own. Right. And it's like, she's not really, she finds it hard to show emotion. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, we just discussed this as well yesterday, like, so she basically said something, it was quite, it was quite good. Um, I'm the type of person that needs, like, words as attention, yeah? Um, yes. Like, words as emotion. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, but, oh, you look nice. And I'll say, oh, thank you. Yeah, so words of validation. That's your love language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 that's the word. That's the word, love language, yes. So she said, my love language is words, and her love language is actions. Right, acts of service. So, acts of service, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. acts of service. So o- over the course of time, like, since we met, I've only just realized that now, and it's almost been five years, like, I would always give her the words. Mm. And she would always give me the acts of service. Mm. And now thinking about it, that, yeah, like, she doesn't want that. And I don't want that. <laughs> we should mm. be giving each other what, what we want, not what the other person wants. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, so, um, so, but that's a great that's a great insight, right? Because even if it doesn't come naturally to us, once we recognize that, then I guess it's a case of thinking, okay, well, how do I translate these words? I mean, for you, from your side, how do I translate them a bit more into this kind of acts of service language? And for her, I guess it's about learning, learning to put learning for her, right? To yeah. Um, sort of think, well, yeah, I could get, you know, <laughs> you know, I could do the acts of service. It's a bit like if we're going to use that energy, we're going to use that money, I could buy him a box of chocolates or I could use it for something else. I'm trying to think of, you know, I mean, money was the wrong analogy to go for, but I'm trying to think of, you know, put where you would put your energy. Um, and sometimes it, yeah, it, it so doesn't so naturally come to us, does it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like instead of money, the example in this case is actually like planning for example, yeah? Right. So, like, I have a lack of planning. Well, I have a lack of planning towards her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if I, if I say words like, oh, I love you, I like you, I think you look nice, she just thinks that's not enough because what she wants me to do as my action is mm. to plan something. doesn't necessarily mean I have to go out and spend, you know, two, three hundred, four hundred pounds. Just plan something for the both of us to attend or do basically mm. something that she would like to spend some quality time bonding together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like like I said, like it's taken a long time, but I've only just understood this now. So <laughs> yeah, better so, late yeah. than never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but tell me a little bit more about this relationship, right? Because you know you've been together now for five years. That's a handful of years. That's a good amount yeah, of so time. Sorry, so yeah, it'll be five years in April. But yeah, go yeah. Ahead. And it sounds like, you know, as with every relationship, we, you know, we meet somebody, we think this person's great. But of course, as time goes by, you know, you get through that kind of honeymoon period and you really are just dealing with that real person and they're dealing with with the real person that you are. And you start to recognize that there are certain certain needs that are not maybe not being met. Right. Or um, so. And and perhaps then, of course, you then 
might seek those uh, in other places. If you were to think in terms of needs, if you were to think in terms of the needs that you feel are met through your partner and the needs that you have noticed are not really met, not met in them or maybe not met in the way that you would like them to be met. How would you, what would you put into those two different kind of um, categories? Yeah, so that's like, I think I'm probably going to need more time on this type of question, but in in the short form, I felt I felt like majority of the time my needs are met, and I, I feel like she feels much time her needs are met. Maybe us just saying that is just to be polite to each other and not want to like cause anything further. But I'm tell me about some of these needs that you feel are met because you're right i mean it's it's easy to just say oh yeah yeah she meets my needs but we don't maybe we're fooling ourselves right so what are the needs you know if i said to you if i'd said to you when you were 25 okay what what kind of person are you looking for what 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 do you need in a partner so someone who's going someone who's going to satisfy you as a person um what sort of things would the 25 year old before you met her what sort of things would you have said were important for you um, so, I mean, I don't know about on an emotional level, but you know, on a general level, mm. like, the things that were important to me were like someone that had good family morals, good family values, yeah. had a good family. Um, you know, if that person had to be kind, caring, because I was all those things, you know, like understand, or maybe my understanding has developed since being with her, but, uh, you know, being compassion, compassionate, having like, having the ability to do, do good in the world, right? Like, to have good, to do good, to be nice, to be kind, not like, to not, not to just be selfish, even though I have been selfish in the past year or whatever time frame you want to call it. But yeah, like, in that time, my, it was just the core principles, right? Like having someone homely, someone that doesn't go out drinking all the time, Someone like I'm vegetarian, so you know that was quite important to me. Someone sure. to have yeah. partner has to be you know the same dietary kind of spectrum. Um, yeah, so all of that was important to me. And yeah, when when my when my cousin told me about her friend's cousin, like she literally ticked all the boxes from the outside. Yeah, um, you know things that I want. And it, for me, like I never. It's interesting, all the things you've said, I mean, because I'm, I'm thinking of you as a social nine, I'll send you some information about the social nine. They all are very quite, they're quite social, sort of outward focused um, values. I mean, you know, you didn't mention or things like, I don't know, sort of more your own kind of emotional needs. Because I mean, I suppose you touched on your emotional needs when you said, you know, I really like words of affirmation, words of validation, someone who yeah. is yeah. is going to admire me, someone who's going at some level, right? Um, who's well, going I, to I think 20, I'm, I'm, I'm cool or whatever, right? Um, yeah. Well, I, at 25, I didn't really know that. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Yeah, so you're asking at 25, right? Okay, um, <laughs> okay. She's more the 25-year-old you, yeah, yeah. I didn't know any, any of that kind of stuff. Um, but for me, I, I never ever thought about like looks on someone. I guess I have a type, like mm. you know, I, I prefer height. I prefer you know, there's things I prefer. But then in you know, when you're growing up, there's not you're not gonna find everything you want in one person, right? Sure. So I I always I always went into a relationship or like you know a date thinking it, it doesn't really matter how they look because I'm not looking 
on the outside. I'm looking on the inside qualities, right? So for Beautiful. me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. How particularly, for a, particularly for a life partner. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for qualities yeah. that will help us in the future. I'm not thinking about, you know, oh, you, you look very nice for a picture or a yeah. Instagram. Because yeah. I don't yeah, have yeah. any social media, so I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Just so one, sorry, that. one very quick thing, just to interrupt you, uh, apologies. I've got a client coming at seven, but we started late. Can I, I just want to quickly send him a very quick text saying that I'm running a few minutes late, if that's okay. Um, I'll just quickly send it to him now um, because I don't want to cut us off. Um, uh, But also... I guess that's a good reminder for us. We've got another, <laughs> about another five, six minutes. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, okay, as we've only got another five or six minutes, um, I think, I think that thinking about needs and unmet needs is really important here, particularly unmet needs, because I think that that will give us some more understanding as to, you know, what is it? What is it perhaps that, that you were looking for either, um, you know, either in, yeah, into, I, th- I think, I think the things we uh, become dependent on the so-called addictions, um, I don't like that word, but you know, the addictions of our lives, if you like, they're often a response to, to certain kind of suffering or pain or a certain kind of need that's not met. And we try and we feel that we can meet them by, by pursuing this, whatever it is, you know? Um, So I think that's worth thinking about. Maybe after the session, I'll send you a bit of information about your personality type, see how much of that resonates. I think it would also be really great to, as we, as it's as it's, as we're thinking about the dynamics of you and your wife and, and what, and, and, you know, the differences and the similarities. I think it would be great if she's up for it, for her to do that uh, test as well. And maybe if you could send me the screenshot for her, if she's up for it, right? Um, I think that would be really useful for both of you, so, actually. So the same, same one you sent me? Or yeah, you... the same yeah. one. Um, and I can send you some information. Well, you can share it with her. Um, because yeah. I, I do think it's like, it's a little bit like looking sometimes, not for everyone, but it can be a bit like looking under the hood. You know, you think you know, you think you understand what the car's about and how it works and how it drives, but it is really like looking, in, looking at the engine <laughs> a little bit, yeah. looking at the algorithm, looking at the code. Um, you get that as an IT um, guy. And I, I can't see any, any downside to that, right? I mean, because you, I think when you do that with a partner, you're like, yeah, I've always thought that, but now that's just, now that's put it into words kind of thing. So yeah, I, I, definitely I can ask her to do it. Um, and then I can, give you the, I can give you the result. That would be brilliant. I can then send and some stuff. What, what I'll do in the meantime, until we next speak, I would think about the unmet needs thing because I, I have like, I have a partial answer, which we can go into next time. But yeah, some of that answer, some of that question, I actually don't know the answer to. So I will think about it and then we can, we can come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard to, because sometimes it's hard to get a, a grasp of what our needs are because also our needs change and uh, depending on circumstances, all of this stuff. Um, I mean, I suppose, you know, the, the, the million dollar question, which I always ask someone in a, in a, in a first session with me is kind of like, yeah, what, 
what is it you'd really like to, particularly now that you've, we've talked and you've seen a little bit how it goes, what is it you'd, you'd like to get for yourself out of these sessions? Where, where you know, if like four, four weeks time or something, where would you like to be with, with all of this stuff for you? Um, I just feel like, so initially that I don't really, I don't really know. So this answer might not actually be answering the question, mm. but I feel like what I want is to be able to find some level of growth, right? Mm. Uh, in, in myself. And then what I want to be able to find is obviously something in my life is like triggering me to do something, right? It doesn't come all the time. It just comes at random various times. It could be any time, it could be any trigger. So I'm just trying to basically figure out what what I would like to figure out anyway is like why that happens and maybe how can that be prevented or maybe totally you know, yeah yeah hundred percent yeah a situation where I would choose A or B but after you know consulting with you after talking with you after having constructive therapy would my outlook change or would my would my mindset change that okay I can't choose A because of this reason. I should choose B, right? So right now it's like, like I said, I don't know if that's actually answering your question. No, it's answering like... it really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, because I suppose to put it into my kind of more psychological language, it makes me think of this um, this uh, particular kind of therapy, which I'm quite interested in the moment, which actually uses this sort of ABC model, which sort of says, okay, you know, A is an activating event, and this could be anything, any, a trigger. And then very often, we're, we're not aware of what the B is. The B is, is a, maybe a belief, or a kind of unconscious sort of motivation or drive or something like that. It's something going on. But it, because we go from the A to the to the C, which is which stands for the consequence um, or the feeling or the behavior or whatever that consequence is, we miss out on the B. And, and so, you know, I think therapy is a great way to kind of do a little bit of like, yeah, what is that B? Yeah. <laughs> you know, get, get, get a bit hold of it. Yeah, that, that thought, attitude, yeah, that belief. I've done a lot of A to C. Yeah. You know, and I missed out the B and B being my wife. Oh, well, but we all do. Out. That That's how yeah. it goes, right? Because a lot of what we do is just on automatic. Um, that, that's how it is. That's how we function. Um, whereas, whereas what we're doing here is we're kind of like slowing it down. We're, you know, we're, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like slowing down a, a certain, you know, level of play on a football field so that you can really see what's happening in terms yeah. of, in terms of, in terms of what happened, you know, between this player and that player. Um, yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's an okay place for you to leave, leave it there, um, I will then, uh, you know, I'll be making some notes. I'll send you a little follow-up uh, a little bit later. I'll send you a few yeah, things to look at. And then we can, um, we can, uh, talk about a when when maybe it would be good for you to do another session and, and plan to talk some more. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe sometime next week, but obviously depending on your schedule and depending on what's going on in my week, we can discuss that in a few days if that's okay. Great, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a heads up on that and we can we can sort something I mean, out. Tuesday again six o'clock something like this would be fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, that works well for me. Yeah. Uh, but again, it would have to be like video call or something. Um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to like provisionally put that in. Um, yeah, let's let's provisionally put it in, but I'll send you a couple of other options because there might be a better option for you as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, because I thought this way, at least like 
I can just talk to you in peace and then like because I've got football later so yeah then, then when I get back I can read your notes and I'll, I'll ask um, my partner to do the test as well wonderful she's moved, moved back home for the time being but yeah I'll speak to her later <laughs> great alright well enjoy your football and uh, okay. I'll speak to you soon thank you Steve my pleasure thank you bye bye, bye. take care bye bye bye, bye.